Welcome to the Variety Hour on AM 990, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen to you, move your mind. I bet you come from way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess. You're from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, high on the bluff. I swear I can't get enough. Listening to you talk that stuff. Welcome to Talk Money on AM 990. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. And good morning. We're going to be talking with a couple of people today. If you haven't thought about this, you know, you have to realize that as we go through life, we're leaving a legacy. Well, I've got a guest today with me that we're going to kind of walk through the process of what it means to leave a legacy. And then we're going to talk about something. We're actually going to talk about this first is women are more powerful than we think. And that's a reality, uh, you know, that so many people uh, have to deal with is because it, the fact is that we are seeing women move in the society more into an economic power, and uh, I think it's good for us to talk about that. But the thought is that uh, how do you plan for the future? How do you leave a legacy? How do women put down things? We're going to actually dive into putting together the guide to important documents and records for a family. So my thought process for today is, if you can imagine, you're the the person at home that may be in charge of the finances. But a lot of times you're doing the budget every day, but the key is maybe you're not the one that's making the financial decisions, the bigger decisions. We're going to talk about how to get into that today because so many times the ends up the, what happens in life today is we see in our practice, husband has made, <clears throat> excuse me, husband has made you know decisions, 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 and then all of a sudden he passes away and it's dumped into the wife's, the spouse's uh, lap, and uh, guess what? It's a terrible thing. I had someone in the office just last week, and uh, he's been a client for 20 years. We were going through the process. We were working through things. The wife has quit coming, and uh, the reality is that that was not a good thing. So uh, I told him, I said, what happens if something happens to you? And he said, well, all I ask you to do is never talk to her about the numbers and the sense of this. Just tell her the big picture. Now, that's his perception. And that's probably not a wise perception, in my opinion. But uh, at this point, that's probably what I would do, simply because it's his instruction. My guests today, Terry Hurt and Latrice McLean, and we're going to talk about the power of the purse and leaving a legacy. So let me welcome you guys to the program. Welcome, both of you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Now, we're going to kind of dive into this in just a second, the power of the purse, Terry. So the reality is, is, again, what do you believe about women or, you know, why do you believe that are women more powerful than you think? Now, I don't want you to answer that question right now. I want you to think about that question. Women are more powerful when it comes to the dollars and cents in the home than men think. You have actually a saying that you've used from the big fat Greek wedding. Say that to me right quick. I love it. I mean, it's the the neck of the head is always something. What does it say? Well, the man is the head, but the woman is the neck. And the woman 
can turn that head just any way she wants. Absolutely. Great <laughs> statement. So, you know, I think that's kind of what I want you to think about today. The reality is, how do you manage the household economics, and how does the lady understand everything and work through that process? I think I know in my home, uh, you know, we like to say, well, the woman is the weaker sex. Well, I don't know. In my house, it's not that way. It's not even close to being that way. So when we come back, we're going to dive into questions about the power of the person. What do you think? And why do you believe that women are more powerful than you think they are today? What's the purpose of that? That's going to be Terry Hurt. And then, of course, Latrice McLean will talk to us about leaving a legacy. How do you leave a legacy? How important? She's going to give us some personal testimony about that, too. Stay with us. We'll be back with Talk Money on KWAM 990. Latrice McLean is a registered representative, and Jim Shoemaker and Terry Hurt are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services Incorporated, securities dealer member FINRA SIPC. A registered investment advisor, Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. Talk Money will return right after this. Have you thought about pursuing a career in financial services but have no experience in the industry and need training? If you are goal-oriented, highly motivated, and enjoy working with people, you have the skill set Shoemaker Financial is looking for. Shoemaker Financial is continuing to grow their team of financial advisors in the Mid-South, and they're ready with the training and tools you need to get started. With over 35 years of providing professional advice, quality products, and excellent service in the Mid-South, you too can now be a part of their growing firm. If you're interested in learning more about this opportunity, contact Keisha Parrish at 901-757-5757 or email at kparish at shoemakerfinancial.com. You're listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Podcasts of the Talk Money program are available for iOS mobile devices. Go to the iTunes store and search for Shoemaker Financial. And now, once again, here's your host for Talk Money, Jim Shoemaker. Well, before I went to the break, I was talking about the power of the purse. And uh, my guest today is Terry Hurt. We're talking about the, the idea that women now control more than half of the U.S. personal wealth and and the indication is from Business Insider says that it's only going to increase in years to come. But let's do this, Terry. I think again, give us the definition of the power of the purse. I love that. I love the program. I love what you named it. Well, the power of the purse is really a political term, but it it also transfers to women. Uh, by definition, it's an individual controlling the funding of another, and women play that role in a household like no other. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> That's so true. And men are led to believe they're in charge, and guys, I hate to tell you, you're not even close. But let's go through this. Why do you believe today, Terry, that women are more powerful? than we've thought about it in the past. I mean, that's a new thought process. That's kind of a a 21st century mindset. I mean, if you went back 50 years, we would have a real hard uh, conversation about that, and there would be a lot of people who wouldn't agree with that. But it is the trend. We're seeing more businesses are are coming along and being owned by uh, the uh, woman, 30% of all privately owned enterprises now employing 7.8 million people are owned by women. So... Talk about it for me. Well, if you just look at statistics, women have excelled in comparison to men in the labor force, holding professional positions, and getting a college education. And when you take that combination, 
uh, I believe that, that women are more powerful, but we just don't recognize it as power. So when, I know in your practice, and uh, I think for our listening audience, Terry is one of our advisors in the office and works a lot with professional women. So is Latrice, works a lot of, with professional women. And that's why I wanted to have the program today focusing on these two, because uh, I do believe that we have to take into consideration that a lot of inheritance, a lot of assets, a lot of wealth is being created today. And uh, we're leaving a legacy, and the, and we're dumping a lot of money on women. In fact, Terry, I guess one of the things I want to just mention real quick, because I think people forget this. You have something. We can offer this to our listing audience. It says, Guide to Important Documents and Records. You use that a lot, don't you? I do use that. Uh, I find that women are often the key person to keeping a family organized and women in general just tend to be more organized we're balancing a lot of different tasks multitasking all the time and so organization is key hmm. so if you would like a copy of this uh, it's a it's a booklet it's uh, it just gives you some directions just uh, simply call or send in, in call i guess best way to do is call terry or latrice at the office at 757-5757 it says simply organizing your important documents have a good record keeping plan it's guide to important documents and records guide to important documents and records call the office 757-5757 because i actually believe that's probably one of the most powerful tools we offer in the office and i and i see it i know in my own family my wife wants her you know lined out pretty much and what we've done is it says here's where this is here's who to call and that's so critical because a lot of times there's not the amount of communication that needs to be going to go on. Is that correct in your thoughts? That's correct. I think that women manage the day-to-day activities, typically in a household, budgeting, uh, expenses, managing schedules, so on and so forth. But the big picture is typically handled by men, and women just don't want to open Pandora's box, uh, either because they don't have the confidence uh, that they believe they need to engage in that process. But I challenge women to rethink that and get the confidence and and step into the game and start getting involved. And you really do kind of uh, take that on, both you and Latrice. Latrice, I know in your practice, you're talking to people about this all the time. I mean, where get involved and, and, and stay engaged with what you're going from that point of being a female also. Yes, and um, I'll go back to... I call it my pre-life when I was a... Well, let me make sure everybody knows what your pre-life was. (laughs) Coach Latrice, okay? So uh, basketball coach. I wouldn't play one-on-one with this lady in a spot minute. Not at all, because she would just, oh, my goodness, don't even want to go there. All right, Latrice. So everybody knows you were a former coach, basketball Mm -hmm. coach. Played played, uh, for Florida State. Florida State. And uh, for four years and Mm -hmm. a a star, folks. I mean, we're talking about the presence of a star. But go ahead, Latrice. I think back to when I was coaching and the difference between just males and females. Females are very detailed. You think about, uh, especially with basketball and sports, they're more into the fundamentals of things. So, you know, basically, Terry, you're talking about the core of uh, what women take care of at home and compared to to the men. So women are really more focused on the details and the core uh, of the home. That's, a, that's a great point. And I know you ladies really push it. What are the challenges, Terry, when you when you think about, and again, back to that question, women are more powerful than we think, but what's the challenges today? 
Well, um, unfortunately, uh, women still tend to be earning less money than men overall. Uh, Typically, a woman earns about 82% of what a man earns, which is a little bit of an obstacle. Uh, We are going to be living longer than men. Uh, There are five times as many women centenarians as there are men. Uh, Often we play the role of caregiver. So if there's a health issue in the family, women take the day off of work. Uh, If there's an elderly person that needs to be cared for, we typically take a leave of absence, come in, and fill that role. Uh, And investment behavior in women is a lot more cautious than men. Uh, And as a result, they tend to end up with 10% less money than men do in retirement. Uh, And they often rely on their spouses to handle the big financial decisions. That's what you were talking about earlier. So, I mean, we're talking about the role that has been kind of uh, handed to the lady and says, okay, you take care of mom if she's sick. You're the caregiver, and so you've got to take off from work. You take care of the children and all of these things that go on, and yet at some point in time they're going to be making decisions. Let me go back to that case where I was talking about the husband and the wife has quit coming to the meetings because she says she's not engaged, and yet he's a, he's a patient. He's a heart patient. Um, he lives from day to day thinking it could be the next breath he takes is it. I mean, so he, he lives with that fear, and we put everything together as we possibly can for her, but she's not engaged. So what would you say to Mary, you know, if that's not her name, by the way, but just what would you say to a Mary, both of you? I want to hear your thoughts. Well, one of the things that I like to do is really break down that wall uh, and the barrier between women and why they don't want to talk about finances to make it easy for them and to make it easy for them to be engaged in the process. There's no such thing as a dumb question. I'm here to help you and make your life easier. So whatever I can do to make that happen is what I need to be doing. And so if you're intimidated by the process, we need to make that process less intimidating for you. I will say that once a woman gets involved in the process, the plan actually is more meaningful because she has had a voice in that process and she now understands where everything is headed and the couple can now move together in unison going forward. But opening Pandora's box seems to be one of the bigger obstacles is just getting women to take that first step. I think once they come in, sit down and just have a conversation and you're able to peel away at that onion and gain their confidence that you're not going to be talking over them, you're not going to be talking at them, but you're actually going to have a conversation with them seems to be most effective. Wow, that's a huge statement you just made, is they not talking at them, talking over them. I tell everybody, and you know this, we talk about this, especially the guys in the office, if you don't include the lady in this conversation, if you do not talk to her and bring her into this, you're going to lose the case because she may sit there and shake her head the whole time you're there till they get in the car and he, she's going to say, don't like him. And so you're really identifying that. And if you're interested in talking with these two ladies, 757 That's the number to call. Just simply give them a call to ask, just ask questions and, and get some insight from two very experienced people when it comes to 
the power of the purse and understanding how it's so important for the family to come together and communicate. Uh, Latrice, your thoughts on that? I mean, do you see that in your practice, too, where you're talking to where they have you have to engage the lady? I think what's important and we as women, we are big on emotion. Ah. So we have to get uh, the female to just see the picture. We have to paint that picture out so they can understand it better. And to where it hits them, and like I said, it's it's more emotional for us sometimes as women to see things. So I, I, what I like about that is sometimes when we're asking some some of the tough questions, uh, it is it is it is about death and dying. We don't like to say that, but the reality yeah. is we're trying to when we get into talking about the legacy, we're really talking about death and dying, and mm-hmm. that's not that's not something that is. Fun to talk about, but it's important to talk about it when you're dealing in a financial plan of working with process to push somebody through, helping them get to the other side of that. So that's extremely important. Considering the statistics that you mentioned, and those statistics I know come from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, women in the labor force that you talked about earlier, Terry. Is it? It sounds to me like women need to get very involved, and it's it's a. Have you got some thoughts? I mean, if the person's listening, how would you help them? I, I can imagine right now if somebody says, well, I know I need to do this, but, and it's a huge but, it just brings it to a stop all of a sudden. Well, I find that uh, women, you know, pose that obstacle, and it really um, stymies that call to action for them because every experience they've had in the past has not been positive with a financial advisor. They've either attended a meeting with their spouse and have not really been respected in that meeting in that their voice has not been heard. Or uh, they've had meetings on their own and just don't feel like they can develop that relationship with the person. So my suggestion would be, you know, give it another chance. Uh, Set up an appointment. Have that call to action because you don't ever want to have a situation come up that you're not prepared for, for yourself or for your family that you're going to leave behind. Uh, so I'd invite you to, to just have a conversation with someone like myself or Latrice and talk about what's important to you without the numbers, without getting bogged down in all the statistics and and playing that numbers game. Just have a conversation about what's important to you, what your goals might be, and, and start there. Well, you know, you mentioned confidence a while ago, and you mentioned this this mindset. I, I, this is a tough question. I'm asking both of you. Have you ever been in a situation where you're meeting with a couple, and, and I know you both have, and it you can you, you really know immediately that this is all about the guy. I mean, it's uh, his thing, uh, you know, and and she's there because she was told to come. Uh, she's not interested. How do you engage her? How, I mean, you know what I'm saying? He's the business guy. He's the making the money. She's there at home. But it, it's critical that she be a part. You just mentioned that, Terry, that if, if she doesn't come around and understand it, then you're really not building a plan. So, Latrice, let's start with you. How do you engage that? How do you, I mean, that's a tough call. And how do you push the guy back a little bit and bring her in? It is definitely because you want to be respectful of both. Both, yeah. So a lot of times... I've seen the wife look at the their spouse and and see how you know they wanted them to respond, but ask the wife the questions. 
make her respond. She's yeah. going to have to respond to you if you ask her the question. It's directed towards her. So you lean into her to engage mm-hmm. her, to help her. And, and again, mm-hmm. what you said, Terry, earlier was that it's about confidence and it's not about asking, you know, dollars, statistics and stuff. What's your goal? And you're really tying them into that. Right. I, I, I always try to engage uh, the woman in the conversation by by asking, you know, I'd like to understand what's important to you. Tell me a little bit about what your thought is about this process. Tell me, you know, how many children you have. Tell me about your life. Tell me about, you know, you to make that connection and develop that relationship. Well, I, I think it's important if you just tune in, my guest today, and we're just talking about how we help ladies, women. They, there's a couple here, and a lot of times we see them in the planning practice where they come in. It's uh, man-centered. They're, it's a focus there. Now, he says he's trying to take care of his family, but we, we as planners get the sense that it's a little bit more about him and his retirement. and what he. Now, you know, I'm not being critical to the guys. I'm not trying to throw us under the bus, but... But I've been on the receiving end where I've heard people talk, and I've just I wanted to say to him, "Guy, you you realize what you're saying? She's sitting right here, you know." And I and I I have we kind of talk about this. You can tell about how much a guy really loves his wife by the conversations that they're having in during the meeting, and so it's kind of an issue like that. Uh, guest, you're going to have a a a, a program. I, it's G Y S T. Okay, and that's Gist, right? Am I saying that right? It's going to be at the Skin, you tell us, Skin Salon East. And what's, what are you going to do there, Terry? I mean, this is so exciting. I think it's great. I, I'd go for a second, maybe. <laughs> well, we're trying to have some fun. And uh, Gist stands for Get Your Stuff Together. And or any other thing you might want to use. Or any other, you know, <laughs> S word you might want to use. We get it. And, and you know, that's where We're doing radio, live radio, folks. Right. And that's where it starts, is helping people get their stuff together. And what is the stuff? I mean, you tell me what the stuff is. Is it important to get your documents together? And we have this guide to important documents and records that can be used as a tool. Uh, but it's really just an icebreaker. It's going to be a fun event. And it's going to uh, give us an opportunity to get to know each other and get to learn something about skin care as well as finances. All right. So it's uh, GIST. 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 And get your stuff together. It's March the 15th. And at what time is that going to be? 6 to 8 p.m. 6 to 8 p.m. at Skin Salon East. Right. Okay. If you want to know more about that, just call the office, 757-5757 and uh, RSVP that you would like to attend. And that's all you have to do. And you could be a part of Skin Salon East and just get your stuff together. March the 15th, Terry Hurt is the host of that. And I, guys, I just want to tell you, what we're talking about is critical for families to hear. And there's some objections that women have. When we come back, I want us to walk through some of these objections and talk about the legacy of a family that we want to dive into, Latrice, and why it's important. And some of the personal testimonies that you have about the reality of leaving a legacy. You've been listening to Talk Money. I'm Jim Shoemaker. My guest today, Terry Hurt, Latrice McLean. We are going through the process of the power of the purse, and are you leaving a legacy? Stay with us. We'll be right back after this. 
This is Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Financial advisors do not provide specific tax or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. Individuals should always consult with their attorney or tax professional regarding their own specific situation. Talk Money will return right after this. Take a second and think about the three most important goals or priorities in your life right now. At Shoemaker Financial, their team of qualified and experienced financial professionals is committed to helping you achieve these goals or priorities. From insurance needs to college funding, retirement, or estate planning, Shoemaker Financial is here to help you accomplish your long-term financial objectives. To learn more, visit ShoemakerFinancial.com or contact them at 901-757-5757. At Shoemaker Financial, it's not just the plan, it's the results. You're listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Shoemaker. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Just search for Shoemaker Financial. And now, once again, here's your host for Talk Money, Jim Shoemaker. While we were talking earlier with Terry Hurt and Latrice McLean, we're talking about the power of the purse and are you leaving a legacy? And those tie together because in most cases, the woman lives longer, about four to six years longer, according to statistics, that, uh, than the man. But they're not, what we're finding out, they're not as engaged sometimes in the financial decision-making process, and they should be. And what we know, know for a fact, is that women, women now control more than half of the U.S. personal wealth, and it's on its increase, and that's from Business Insider. So we're finding out basically from these two ladies there's a lot of need for engaging people to be very much of communicate, communicating together when they come in for a financial plan, and that's not happening the way it should. Now, I know, and Terry, I want to go to you. Terry, I know there's sometimes they come in and this lady's got this mindset. I mean, she's managing the household budget. She's trying to make sure the kids are getting their clothes and their food and all this stuff. And they're trying to pay for a vacation. And, and sometimes the husband is not engaged in that. I mean, I, I've done this a lot of bu- budgeting with couples. And I will say, and you, you guys pointed it out earlier, that women do a great job managing the day-to-day. And the husband says, well, we're going to live on a budget. And it becomes almost like a ball and chain. He shackles his wife to the ball and chain. She's got to drag it around the household all day. And he said, we're doing a great job. And then he goes out and spends it on a bass boat. And, you know, and he says, well, she's not managing the budget very well. And, I mean, I know that happens, guys. I've been in the middle of it. I've, you know, you're frustrated. But there are sometimes the ladies have objections and they push back. What are you finding in, in your practice that tells you these are some of the objections that they need to get past? Well, um, one of the objections is the fear of, of, as I've made reference to, opening Pandora's box. It's too complicated. I can't begin to understand this. Uh, you know, I, I just don't know that I want to go there. I want to keep saving my money in a savings account or maybe get a CD, uh, which is what I know from my banker. And that's the point is they're just they're too conservative. And as a result, you were saying their retirement money ends up being 10 percent less than the man because they were too conservative or they just didn't save enough. Right. And so I think what happens is women will continue to wonder whether they're OK financially rather than opening Pandora's box and finding out for sure. And so what I would recommend is that you weigh all the options available to you before you make a decision on how you're going to invest and grow your money. Uh, that's, that's a starting point. And the other objection that I hear is 
I don't have a lot of money, so why should I really get started? Mm. It's not going to make a difference. But the truth be told is no matter how much money you have, getting started early gets you the benefit of compounding that growth over time. And even a little savings early on can generate quite a bit of money later on in your life. And in most cases, not every case, in most cases, that little bit that you start, there is an amount of discipline that a lot of ladies bring. You actually mentioned that earlier, Latrice, that women are, are more dis- attention to detail from your sports days. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, they're, they're disciplined. They, they're, mm-hmm. they're not relying on uh, chance a lot of times. They're, they're really diving into the fundamentals and knowing that. So if you get a, a person engaged, you're able to get started with that. Exactly. Um, like I said, women, they're going to pay attention to details and the fundamental, uh, the fundamentals of things. So um, they're going to pay attention to everything as far as what we tell them to do and to make and they want to make sure that it works for them. That's you go. I, I appreciate that. All right. G.Y.S.T. G.Y.G.I.S.T. March the 15th. Skin Salon East. That's uh, that's for Terry Hurt. has got a, a, an event. Um, it's get your stuff together. And that, that is so appropriate. And I want to remind you, if you've just tuned in, we, we will give you, if you just simply would like a copy of Guide to Important Documents and Records, give us a call at the office, 757-5757. Tell the person that answers the phone that you would like a copy of Guide to Important Documents and Records. We'll reserve it for you. You come out of the office, pick it up. No obligation on anybody's part. Just simply, it's a good tool. I mean, I know you you guys use it guide to important documents and records absolutely this has been a really nice tool for women to use or or for families to use to get everything organized so in the event some unfortunate circumstance occurs everyone's prepared to handle it well, that's the key. I've got a statistic for you folks that you might as well get ready for, because when we come back, uh, we're going to talk to Latrice about baby boomers and millennials and leaving a legacy. And uh, would you believe, this is from an article that I read back uh, in uh, June of 2015 from the, um, I see, it's, I can't remember, it's boomers and it's from Time Magazine. That's what it was, from Time Magazine. It's, uh, it says at least the least likely generation, baby boomers are the least likely generation to say it is important to leave a financial legacy. I would have not think, thought that, even though they have benefited from the enormous wealth transfer from their parents. And according to U.S. Treasury survey and high net worth individuals, they're saying baby boomers don't see it's important. We'll find out why. And there's a reason when we come back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. You're listening to KWAM 990. This is Talk Money. This is Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Financial advisors do not provide specific tax or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. Individuals should always consult with their attorney or tax professional regarding their own specific situation. Talk Money will return right after this. Back when present-day Tennessee was claimed by North Carolina, the Chickasaw Indian tribe owned the land along the Mississippi River Bluff. The Indians allowed settlers to live on their grounds and later sold the land to Andrew Jackson John Overton, and James Winchester. Their plans for the incorporation of the land into a city did not sit well with the settlers, who were unwilling to go along with newcomers from the east. The settlers needed a strong spokesman from their own ranks if they were to have any say over the future of their community. 
Fortune smiled upon the settlers when Isaac Rawlings emerged as their leader and persuaded Jackson, Overton, and Winchester to accept a compromise and leave the outlying areas outside the new city. This victory made Rawlings an important figure in Memphis politics for many years. His prestige and reputation allowed him to win several easy victories in the earliest mayoral races and yet remained true to his humble frontier beginnings. This has been another Mid-South History Moment brought to you by Shoemaker Financial. Life insurance products contain fees such as mortality and expense charges and may contain restrictions such as surrender period. And welcome back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. My guests are Terry Hurt and Latrice McLean. We're talking about power of the purse and leaving a legacy. And Latrice, you know, we I mentioned before we went to the break, baby boomers are the least likely generations to, generation to say it's important to leave a financial legacy. Now, I know there's a reason for that, and, and I know it has to do with 2008. They, they went through this mm-hmm. whole process and the fear, and they had to dive into their 401k or whatever. Yeah. But the reality is it's important to leave a legacy. And I know my, I'm a baby boomer, so I know it's my generation. And I fully understand that from Time Magazine's article last year, that they went into that whole process of, you know, the fear creeped in there. And so, you know, they got to protect themselves and forget the legacy and forget. Now, the millennials, on the other hand, 65% (laughs) of them say it's important to leave a legacy. Of course, they're in the receiving side. I get that. But why is it important to leave a legacy? You know, Jim, it's important to leave a legacy, and this um, is something that came from Smart Business Magazine. And to leave a legacy is to transfer your core values along with your assets, uh, and this is to benefit your family and society as a whole. Now, I think about uh, just uh, from my experience, my grandmother, mm. when I think about someone leaving a legacy, I think about my grandmother. My grandfather was a pastor of a church, and it was, I'm from a small community, so my grandmother did a lot. She cared for not only the youth in the church and the community, she cared for the elderly. I remember doing stuff with her, uh, like a Meals on Wheel um, event for, for our elderly, making sure they had food to eat. Um, and and then just the person that she was, the woman of integrity that she was, that that will forever be something that I'll remember. I know this. When we mentioned at the very beginning of the program that we were going to talk about leaving a legacy, I guarantee you everybody listening would have thought just money. They would yeah. have said, well, okay, this is money. But what you just defined as leaving a legacy were core values. Your mm-hmm. grandmother left the presence of a lady in a community. Mm-hmm. So I think from our chair, where we work with people, we're talking about that in the planning process as much mm-hmm. as we talk about how much money you may leave somebody. And yeah. it's not, I mean, a lot of our clients, we say to them, you know, is it really about the money? I mean, do you want to leave it to a charity or is it, the, do you expect the kids to deal with all of this? And mm-hmm. what you're saying, and I love that testimony from your grandmother because, you know, I can imagine, I can just kind of see her in the mm-hmm. community, you know, mm-hmm. and she's touching a ton of people. And to me, that is the core value, the legacy of the core values. Yeah. And, and I think even when we talk to our clients, that's why we have a conversation. What is it that you want? What is it that you would like as far as with your planning um, for your future? 
And this goes along with the legacy. Yeah, she's teaching the, the basic core values there. Mm-hmm. That, that is critical. And, then, and that's, she's not only teaching it, she's living it. She's, she living does, it. she's the example. And so we want to make sure that everybody listens, that listening, that when we talk about leaving a legacy, we're not just talking about dollars and cents or passing along the wealth to your children. We're talking about understanding work ethics. We're talking about core, core values, some biblical-based values, the whole concept of, you know, not making it easy on your children, but teaching them what it means to live life. And mm-hmm. that is a lot more than dollars and cents. Yes, it is. And that's what we were trying to make sure. So now let's talk about this, though. If you had to leave a legacy, and you're saying had to, and I say now let's go to the money side, uh, give me some examples. I know life insurance, we talk about that a lot of times. Somebody says, I want to take care of my family. I want to take care of my kids. I want to take care of whatever. And they're saying that. But they have not been able to accumulate millions of dollars and so mm-hmm. and they want to leave a hundred thousand dollars they can do that with life insurance yes life insurance is a practical way to uh, leave a legacy usually when most people think about life insurance they're thinking about protection or burial but you know you have this life insurance uh, benefit that is basically a financial safety net for the people that matter most to you your family. Your family. I mean, that's that goes back to taking care of that family member and, and teaching the core values. And mm-hmm. this is where you're saying, I want to, maybe it's pay for college education. Your legacy is to say, hey, I didn't get an education. I want you to get an education. And that could be one thing. Or my education cost me so much money I had to pay, keep paying and paying and paying. I don't want you to have to do that. That's the legacy you're talking about. Yeah. Or another uh, example could be uh, uh, you, you have a, a young adult child and... Uh, Uh, You pass away in their young adult age, and uh, because of the benefit that you left from that insurance policy, they're able to purchase their first home. Well, that's the testimony you actually have. That's a case that you actually helped through and where Mm -hmm. you know somebody that's done that, and and that's a huge benefit for them. It's awesome. But tell me about that. Tell me what that spoke to this person, because I know that's a personal thing. So tell me what... What that mindset that took place? Well, well, for him, uh, he was single at the time, and he was so proud to have been in his late twenties, purchase his first home, meet his wife, and then have his first child. So that was just something he was really proud of. And it was the legacy that allowed him to do that without putting a financial strain on exactly. Him. You have another testimony about a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, um, uh, her husband unexpectedly passes away in his early 30s, and she's, like you said, a stay-at-home mom with three children all under the age of four. And, um, you know, of course she had to go through the grieving process, but she was able to continue to live her same lifestyle. And that that's pretty amazing. And, and then she didn't have to compromise and was able to send uh, her oldest son uh, to good schooling and plans to send the other children to good schools. You, know, as you well. know what I think so many people forget, and, and we're trying to, I think this is critical for us to talk about. We talk sometimes about life insurance and the amount of cash values and the tax benefits and all these kinds of things. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, what you're talking about is the real purpose. And a couple of months ago, we did a program where we were talking about the people were so under insured and and it's we've just lost the key value of, of leaving a legacy a home being bought for a young guy because his mom and dad said hey if something happens to us this is gonna we want to we want you to have this ability to do this this wasn't a, a gift or anything like that it was the it was the easiest most e- economical way that mm-hmm. they could provide that legacy of providing his first home or the stay-at-home mom that's what you're talking yeah. about it's, it's kind of like planning from the grave yeah you, you 
passed away, but you're still able to um, have some stuff in place for, like I said, the people that matter most to you. I have a good yeah. friend of mine that's, a, that's an attorney, and his concept, this whole idea of leaving, leaving a legacy, he, he would talk about the fact that, and he was a very, very successful attorney. He said, I'm not going to leave my kids a lot of money. He said, I don't want to taint them. or you know. And he had a kind of a purpose with that. But he said, I am going to leave them a debt-free home. And that's so good to that just start off debt-free. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, because they're coming out of school. And he said, now, yeah. I, I have paid for their education, so they're not going to have debts like that. I had planned for that. But he said, for that young couple, mm-hmm. it, they will have the ability. And so his legacy was, whether I'm dead or alive, mm-hmm. they will have the ability to have a debt-free home. You think yeah. about that. It's a lot of times that's the biggest purchase a person makes. Yeah, and that's something that the child who becomes an adult, they don't have to worry about. Right. Other things they have to worry about, you know, but that one thing that's taken care of, I'm not going to be in debt from well, purchasing my first We're going to talk more about that when I come back. I'm talking to Latrice McLean, and McLean, and she uh, is talking about leaving a legacy. We have Terry Hurt. We've been talking about the power of the purse. You're listening to Talk Money. I'm Jim Shoemaker. When we come back, we're going to dive into it's good to build a legacy. But you got to protect it, and we're going to find out how. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Shoemaker Financial and Securian Financial Services do not provide specific tax or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. Individuals should always consult with their attorney or tax professional regarding their own specific situation. Talk Money will return right after this. Have you thought about pursuing a career in financial services but have no experience in the industry and need training? If you are goal-oriented, highly motivated, and enjoy working with people, you have the skill set Shoemaker Financial is looking for. Shoemaker Financial is continuing to grow their team of financial advisors in the Mid-South, and they're ready with the training and tools you need to get started. With over 35 years of providing professional advice, quality products, and excellent service in the Mid-South, you too can now be a part of their growing firm. If you're interested in learning more about this opportunity, contact Contact Keisha Parrish at 901-757-5757 or email at kparish at shoemakerfinancial.com. Helping you make the most of your money. This is Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. And now, once again, here's your host for Talk Money, Jim Shoemaker. While we were talking earlier about it's good to build a legacy and leave a legacy, but how do you protect it? Well, there's so many times that, uh, you know, we, we think we're doing it right and we go through the process. And, you know, Terry, we, we talked about this during the break that, uh, estate planning and the trust work, and a lot of people get involved in trust work. But you're talking about the circle of advisors around a person, how they pull those people together. And again, the intimidation that sometimes those advisors have a tendency to do. And, you know, I know this. I have, I have been in the meetings where there is one lady in the room. She's the spouse, and the rest of it are men. And there's an intimidation factor. They don't mean to be intimidating, but they really do push that pretty hard. So talk about that. How would you help somebody get through that? Well, you know, first first of all, um, you know, approach it with confidence. Women are very skilled at juggling a lot of information, processing a lot of information, and they have the power of knowledge. I think often we forget that and we don't use it. So... You know, be empowered by that and, you know, take the initiative to maybe run the meeting. Let people know what's important to you. Let people know what your goals and objectives are. And and don't let them rain on your parade. Okay, that's critical right there. So 
stick up for yourself. Uh, you would expect that to be the place of the, each person around. You'd expect professionals to be like that. And in 90% of the cases, they are. If you happen to have been in one of those cases where it was not that way, then you may need to find different advisors. Right, correct. That's that's a good point. But Trace, you talked about you know the, the idea of protecting this, whether it's a trust. And a lot of people, as you've said before, uh, you mentioned the word trust, and they glaze over mm-hmm. and they, they back off. They go, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? So how would you tell somebody to get through that process? Um, with with the trust, people automatically are thinking, oh, this is for the rich and the famous. Right. And basically with the estate planning and the trust, it's, you're leaving instructions. This is how I want my money to be handled mm. when I pass away. This is what I want to be done. So as the grantor, you're saying, you're saying, I want this to go to this beneficiary. I want this exactly. to go and take care of this. Not just your will. You may want to, mm-hmm. if it's minor children involved, a lot of yeah. people forget this. If it's minor children involved and you don't have a trust, guess what? The yeah. state of Tennessee will establish a trust to protect those mm-hmm. minor children. So listen to me, folks. This is important. We just, that's a critical point that you just brought up, Latrice. Mm-hmm. If a person is, is, you have children and you do not have a will, you need a will. Number one, that's important. Number two, if you have minor children, you need in that will a trust to protect those minor children. Now, we'll have um, coming up in a couple of weeks, we have uh, an attorney that will be here with us, Mac Bailey, and we'll talk about that in great detail. And we always tell you this if you need good legal advice, get a good legal attorney. That's the problem. And a legal attorney, I guess that's an oxymoron. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. A good attorney that walks you through that process to get things like you want it to be and and you're saying spend a few minutes to understand the trust latrice not just somebody tells you this is what's got to happen and you just go from there yeah and and this needs to also be geared towards your family's uh estate planning objectives it has to be geared towards you what you want what are you what are you looking for the paying the final expenses Mm -hmm. how do you distribute property uh who's going to take charge you want to name those people and make sure they know what their responsibilities are don't name joe down the street as your trust officer or your trustee and not tell him about it. I mean, uh-huh. don't let him get surprised. Got to communicate. Got to communicate. Um, how, this is about how your loved ones receive their inheritance. Mm-hmm. You want that conversation. Do you guys recommend that that happens before the case? I mean, do you, do you make sure that that's a conversation that takes place as you're working through the plan? Absolutely. That's a conversation that definitely needs to, to take place. Uh, sometimes your children are not, whether they're adults or minors, are not really prepared mm-hmm. for that level of responsibility to protect the legacy. And so what happens is they're given large sums of money, and they don't know what to do with it. So they go buy cars, and they mm-hmm. become frivolous and buy all these toys. Mm-hmm. And by the third generation, the money's gone. Gone. Just history. I'm going to have you back and talk more about that. Five challenges, or what are the challenges that women face? How do you correct those? I mean, I'm looking for that, Terry. What do you think? Well, the first step is really to get involved and sit down with someone to just have a conversation. Discuss your goals and objectives, what's important to you, and that person can hopefully guide you on how to get started. All right, so you're talking about the you do have the ability to manage finances. You guys have done a great job of saying that, ladies, pay attention. You know how to do this. If you're in a meeting and you're not getting that from the meeting with people that are working with you on your financial plan, find somebody, stop the meeting, and say, hey, we'll go find somebody that brings me into the program. That's what you're both saying, right? 
Absolutely. I exactly. think that's critical for our listening. If you would like to talk to these two ladies, 757-5757, give them a call. Latrice McLean, Terry Hurt, they're very good at what they do, very good professionals. They've also mentioned to you that if you'd like a copy of Guide to Important Documents and Records, it's a personal finance guide. It kind of sets you up to give you started. Simply call the office at 757-5757. We'll make that available to you. You can run by the office and pick it up in Germantown. Uh, we'll send it to you, whatever's best for you. And just one more time, get your stuff together. Get your stuff together. I hope you'll consider joining us. It's going to be a fun event. Uh, We all want to look younger and better. So there's a guide to skincare and some financial planning. Uh Terry Hertz, the host, and she'll be there on March the 15th at 6 o'clock at Skin Salon East. I want to thank my producer is, of course, Art Frederick. He's done a great job for us today. He's also the board operator and the guest and content coordination is Francis Fortner. And uh, production assistants, Eleanor Moskovitz, Mid-South History Moments, read by Rebecca Brazier and written by Drew Johnson. My guest today, Terry Hurt and Latrice McLean. They have been great guests. I've appreciated you guys. Thank you so much for being with me today. We're here every Friday. I'm Jim Shoemaker helping you make the most of your money. Latrice McGlynn is a registered representative, and Jim Shoemaker and Terry Hurt are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services Incorporated, securities dealer member FINRA SIPC. A registered investment advisor, Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated.